to another edition of The Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl on the radio in 2011. Summertime, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been very exciting this season. We've been doing a lot of different types of shows, bringing different individuals. Uh, like I said, we had our The Underground Experience live a few weeks back, and it was fantastic such great talent and I'll be bringing the artists performing on the show to you in the very near future there's Mr. Brad Stanley Miss Letitia Von Simon Eleanor Benhamo Chris Lavar as the rhymatist there is Slick Rock Miss Ruby Karen um hope I'm not forgetting anyone ah Stephen Sievers of Super Pirate Booty Hunt and um it was just incredible Ebony Ebony Joy actress extraordinaire and yours truly, Uncle Earl, was the host. And uh, we were at La Via Bosque, and I'm sad to say that we are no longer there. We are in search of a new home, but I feel no fear. I know the right place will come about from the universe. We have many interests sparking now. Even with our TV pilot, there are sharks circling the tank of the ultimate underground, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to keep in, keep involved understand what's going on, go to our website, www.ultimateunderground.com. And I almost must say that um, I'm working on a new project with a gentleman by the name of Nico the Dragon Hill. He is a two-times Bare Knuckles champion, and we got something we're cooking up that's going to knock you all the way out for real. Okay? He's been doing lots of spoken word, and uh, we're working on a very special project for the stage which would eventually be filmed, and a screenplay. 
and there'll be recordings and CDs and such and all that. So you just have to stick around. Like I said, go to www.ultimateunderground.com to stay involved with the movement. You can always find me on Facebook, also Lacey Darrell Phillips. Or we have the Underground Experience radio show page. But if you go to the website, we have links to every social media site that we're on, and you need to be involved. Okay, I'm not going to keep talking too much. What I want to do right now is start off with some music by a gentleman by the name of Mr. Frankie D'Augusta. He's out of New York City. He's been around for quite a while, and he was he was an artist, singer, songwriter, and sound engineer, and he even worked with the likes of Mr. Peter Frampton and such back in the day, but he has this song called Inside Outside USA, and I think that's befitting, because I have the rad man coming up, ladies and gentlemen, Radomir Votek Luza, who is a poet, producer, and spoken word man himself. So we're going to start off with Mr. Frankie D'Augusta, with Inside Outside the USA. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Suicidal's a skinny jelly bean, as homicidal's a naughty green mean. But I will never take razor to wrist or gun to my twist. 
I may be weird or strange or just interplanetary, but I will never hurt you because I cannot, cannot but love you. I will not, will not, but caress your brunette raven hair like a prisoner in his best dream, like a hairdresser in his most private seam. For I ride to my own beat, I kick down my own street, like the lucky man who dies too young to know the most on his own feet. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to A Spotlight Corner with Uncle Earl. How you doing? You know, life is funny. Isn't it amazing how the little things seem to matter sometimes? Even something like a piece of chicken. You know, I was driving around Los Angeles one day and I had these hunger pangs over on the west side. And um, I said, got to stop and get something. And who did I see but the colonel? And I happen to go in and uh, purchase my little meal, and I'm sitting outside just doing my thing, as I do. And there was this gentleman there, and, you know, we nodded, acknowledged each other, and said, hey, hey, how you doing? We commenced to licking our fingers. <laughs> and then after a while, you know, it got kind of deep and interesting, and we started talking about life and people and situations. And, you know, and it turned out to be really interesting, and this was over a year ago now, about a year and a half, and we've kept a nice, you know, communication and started a friendship, and his name is Radmir Wojcik Luza. Uh, but his friends call him the Rad Man. Or Rad. Rad. Radical I, Rad. Radical Rad. And I have him here today. How you doing? How's it going? It wasn't Popeye's, I'll tell you that. It wasn't that <laughs> one. No, it was, yeah, it was really good and greasy that day, too. But, you know, I, I thank you for, you know, being who you are, because you opened up your life to me, thank you know, you. in a moment I when I needed it. You know, I appreciate it very much. Because I was going through some things with my family, my dad, and you you know, had gone through some things, so you kind of eased me a little oh. bit. I was on my way home to see him, and subsequently he has passed on since then, but yeah, I have I'm never forgotten you because you were around during his sickness, and... Um, Means, I thank you. That means the world to me. That <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to weep. Oh. <laughs> I have tears in my little little check it's eyes. Right. Don't but, weep. Uh, it was, if it is tears of joy. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, that uh, my, my heart, my heart leaps out of my skin. Oh. Uh, it really, uh, yeah. Uh, we just, we really hit it off like yeah. brothers, you yeah. know, like two yeah. people who came from heaven and sat in hell for a while exactly but uh we uh i love you you know you're a good man thank you that's what thank matters. you you know because you 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 don't people don't speak and they don't they communicate don't, especially in this town out here you know yeah. you look at someone like what are you looking at you know I'm yeah like, i'm sorry i'm not looking at you i want an agent are you an agent right. yeah <laughs> our casting director right. there were no ulterior yeah. motives we just had a yeah. great sit down and, yeah. and it's wonderful and you are an incredible poet Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. And you're you, so right. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes one to know one. Yeah. But um, you uh, gave me your book, you know, yeah. on that that very first day, and oh, I yeah, did yeah, read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have read your poem on my show before, and now I have the man in the flesh. Look at there. Oh yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, in the flesh, in, in the, the brain, flesh. in the in the unmolesting, molesting uh, oh, yeah. love that he is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so tell t look, tell my listeners a little bit about you. Like you know, give me give us a little history on. 
the Rat Man. Well, my uh, dad fought in the Czech underground in the Second World War, and his father was a leader of the Czech resistance. And uh, then he and my mother escaped communism in Czechoslovakia in 1948. So that's a tough way to live a life when you're young. Mm. She was only 19 when she left. So she studied at the Czech National Dramatic Conservatory, ah. which she got into at the age of 15. Okay. And uh, so I, that's where I got my genes from her, the, the acting genes anyway. And he was a politician, you know, and he was very good at it. Mm-hmm. So I now sit on the uh, Midtown North Hollywood Neighborhood Council, where I live in North Hollywood. Do you? So, yeah. Right. So I would like to get into politics more. Ah. Uh, you know, it, it encompasses everything, you know, show business, mm-hmm. intelligentsia, yes. uh, intellectualism, mm-hmm. uh, like people. It's a people business. That's what I am. I'm a people person. I can tell. So <laughs> that's what politics is. Uh, poetry is nice, beautiful. I love poetry. But a lot of it is stuck in your own room, writing, writing the stuff down, which is, is not out there dealing yeah, with people. Yeah, but it's good to know? get the voices out of your it head. It is good to get it's the voices out of your head. very therapeutic, yeah, you know. It is that, yeah. If a lot more people would do it, we might be safer. Yes, we might. <laughs> but there comes a point in time in which you need to stop doing therapy and just get out there and live, you know. True. So, uh, True. that's, uh, and I uh, b- was born in Vienna, Austria, which mm, is in Europe. Been I moved there, I love it. Oh, you've been yes, there. Beautiful town. I yes, agree I with you. It's a beautiful, is. beautiful it's town. Like storybook. You know? It is. It's, it's like, like, it's like a grim fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very grim. No, uh, they went through a lot during the Second World War II. Yes. But I moved here when I was two and a half, and I grew up in New Orleans. Mm. But the last 10 years have been very difficult because I lost my mother in uh, to ovarian cancer in mm. August of uh, 2001. Okay, then so I was living in New York City in uh, with my wife. And, of course, not during 9-11 it happened. We were living there. You know, I'm from New York, too. That's, we, that's we, right. We share that in that common. Right. And I was there for 9-11, too. You, so. I did not know that. Yeah, well, you didn't know oh, me. You know? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> we can say we're kindred spirits. Though. We are, yeah, we and more than that, we're like, oh, I don't know how to put it, like bananas with apples or something. <laughs> and then um, I grew up in New Orleans, so a lot of my friends lost everything in Katrina. Yes. And then my dad died in 2009 in, mm. in October or November, and I, my wife divorced me in 2009. So it's been a rough 10 it's years. Been it's been a rough, a rough uh, decade. Uh, but you survived. I survived, and I'm doing well. I like Los Angeles, but mm. uh, I think I might move back to New York. You think? You miss I, that energy, I, huh? Yeah, I miss that energy. I miss and the skyscrapers I miss. I, I miss the people there. As yeah. much screwed up as they are, I yeah. miss them all very much. Yeah, at least you know where they stand. That is a fact. Here, people don't have opinions. <laughs> They're very wishy-washy, very wishy-washy. True, you know, because I was just home. You know, as like yeah. I said, my, my dad passed um, yeah. in January, and I was home for like four months. And I got that energy back, and I got my ass kicking boots on now. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> look out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this may sound weird, but they have two football teams there. They don't have one here, and I'm right. a big football fan. <laughs> So, uh, but it's, it's right. more than that. It, there's a substance there that I'm missing here, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a real and a real sort of a, a godliness, strange mm-hmm. or not, that that city really has. That yeah. here is, I, I really miss it out here. And uh, you, you know where people stand there. You really do. Yes, and you do. So I gave it two tries, New York, and I almost died on each one. But I believe three times is the charm. So I'm gonna, I might give it one more shot. You yes. Know? Okay. Now we started this segment off with my own beat. Can you give us a little history on that? That point. Yeah, I'm at the point in my life where I'm doing what I want to do my own way on my own terms, uh, not listening to other people, not doing what they want me to do or doing it their way, and sort of getting away from what my parents instilled in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived with them until I was 35, and uh-huh. then I live with my wife. It's and, not always uh, a bad thing. Though. It's not always a bad thing. No, no, but still, you kind of have to do things their way because you're living under their roof. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, turn off those lights. <laughs> turn that music down. Yeah. Don't be coming uh, here time of night. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, 
it's 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 more than that. Uh, I had some rough patches in my in my in my life. Uh, uh, I'm supposedly bipolar, you know. So mm-hmm. living with them, they were a little more overprotective, maybe than they should have been, mm-hmm. you know. And they really they sheltered uh, you. Yeah, yeah, so to speak, in some ways. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tough to get out of that mode that you've been in, that kind of a little helmet that you're wearing yes. for 15 or 20 years uh-huh. uh, and do do things your own way. But now I feel that I'm doing them, and that's what my own beat is about: is just saying, here I am. I don't care what you think. This is Radomir doing it Radomir's way. This is the Radman doing it the Radman's way. And like it or not, I'm happy with it, so I got to live with it, and I'm, and I'm going with it that way. You know. All right. So that's well, the I love history that of it. because that's what I'm doing here, Thank the underground you. experience. And I, I know you. you are. I'm glad you're a part of it. You're We're looking for here. soldiers here. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, ladies I'm a general. So there all you right. Go. General. You know. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with my good friend, the Radman, Radomir Volchek Luza, and we are going to be discussing things a little deeper. But right now. I want you yeah. to sit back and enjoy. I sit by the turquoise sea like a sailor without a degree, tanning my loins like a barber with no coins. It is late. The children are asleep. I weep as the sun descends, keeping my pain behind the lens. I cannot go on. I cannot go like a fawn. I am stronger than Hercules, weaker than my shaking knees. I look above for answers, but all I get are questions. The blind can see, the unblind can only but be by the turquoise sea. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back with more. But before we go, I want to take you over to Germany for a group called Hadler. Someone like you. This is dedicated to the Rad Man. Yeah.
Coming to the close of the first half hour of the Underground Experience here with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl. I'm having a good time here with the Rad Man. We will be back in the next half hour, but here's some more music for you. This is a song called Kindred Spirit by Mr. Greg Bowman. Enjoy.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sounds of Mr. Greg Bowman with Kindred Spirit. Please go take care of the things you need to do and come on back for more with Radomir Votek Luza, poet, producer, right after this.
got no cross cut saw. Just this Sears Catholic kind. Aiming down to the crossroads by night or day. If I sell my soul to the devil's gonna be on eBay. But of every type of music, this is what I choose. Yeah, sometimes I wonder. Am I too white to sing the blues? By the end, the toilet seemed like a friend. It at least was solid and not frightened. The bathroom. Next to the bedroom was the oasis. Tall palm trees and cold spring water. The path that swerved. But there was no fork, no regret. Only a discipline built on churning rivers. And a son who took more than he gave. Still, you sewed patches onto the torn knees of my jeans. Still, you stood over the oven, fainting after another day in New Orleans, proved you right, but you weren't sure about what. You died like you lived, a steel rod in your back, needles in your arms, and that 18-year-old acting the Greeks on the stage in Brno embellished on your brain. That teenager would have wept at your side, mother wept, only because she, like you, knew only one road, love. There, on 2802 Calhoun Street, telling the cops that they were breaking the law, the bastards wouldn't give you their badge numbers. There, at 839 Roseland Parkway in Harahan, Louisiana, feeding my friend Sidney, who had just come out of Mandeville State Mental Hospital, you ran to his apartment and gave the bag of sandwiches to his apprehensive roommate. There, at Turo Hospital, when I was getting my knee operated on for the first time at nine years of age, screaming at the nurses to answer my pages or else. There, at Holy Name of Jesus Elementary School, telling me to stop slouching at the parent-teacher conference. There near old Tulane Stadium, playing baseball with my sister Sabrina and I. Though you thought first base was home plate and the glove never made its way onto your thumb. In your shorts, I could see the scar where they removed the malignant tumor from your thigh during Christmas of 1974. I loved you like a saint, more like a friend and a giver. You embarrassed me, and I knew the problem was mine. You screamed at me, and I agreed. There, in Mandeville, when the social worker told you to stop visiting me so often, I had to work it out for myself, she said. And your spine cracked, and your head dug a hole in the floor, and you looked up and hugged me anyway. Wow. I am back. 
with the rad man that was very visual yeah a lot of imagery there yeah lots of imagery can you yeah. break that down for me uh, wow i mean it was pretty intense i mean your childhood and growing up that's what that assimilates well, kind of sort of yeah yeah i mean when my, my parents were alone when they came here to the to the u.s i mean and they left behind promising careers my mother is an actress my father is a politician but not only that they left behind family mm-hmm. and they left behind a country they loved yes and when you're doing that that's tough i mean real tough a lot of people wouldn't have made it they would have either killed themselves or they would have gotten killed or whatever yeah. so and then when you have kids you pass on that kind of fear and that persecution and that paranoia onto them so my sister and i went through a lot of that mm-hmm. and only now am i and i think she getting out of that kind of a feel of that and that kind of a realm of that yes and um are you and your sister close we're close but we don't talk oh. you know, we haven't talked okay. in about a year and a half so okay. i've tried but she's not you know, reciprocating, so I can't really helping. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I hope things change. But you yeah. know, when she makes up her mind not to talk, she makes up her mind not to talk. She's like Ian Hutton, right? Yeah. So uh, I give her that that she's uh, disciplined and when yeah. she sticks to something. But yeah. I wish we could talk. I've sent her Christmas cards, Easter cards, birthday cards, but it hasn't worked. Right. So, but anyway, um, Europeans tend to be a little more sensitive and and more concerned about the arts and about humanity Americans yes. tend to be more about money and right. power and mm-hmm. fame mm-hmm. so when you come over here and you're and materialism more, yeah exactly mm-hmm. and when you come over here and you go to schools and you're and you're and you're reared and you grow up in, a, in, a, in an environment in an ambiance where it's more about art and sensitivity and about creativity and then you go to schools here and you're peppered with oh you're a faggot or you're this or you're yes. that because they don't understand you and they, they can't categorize you and, mm-hmm. and fit you into any mold mm-hmm. it's tough it's very difficult growing up that way yes. and that's kind of what happened to me especially in high school I got a lot of that oh you're a faggot you're a queer but they didn't think I was gay or anything because I'm not but mm-hmm. they just felt they didn't they were just beating up on your character yeah they couldn't understand well, how to where to put me where to categorize me where to where, to, where I fit exactly mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. Um, but um, so when you first came over, where were you? In New Orleans. That was New Orleans. That okay. was New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is not the easiest town to grow up in, but mm-hmm. uh, no bayou. Uh, you buy bayou. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like it down there a lot. I got good friends down there. Yeah. But uh, do you tan well? <laughs> do I tan? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, some people burn and some people tan. I mean, do you tan well? Yeah, I do tan okay. well. Yeah, but we really go to Florida for the beaches okay. and stuff. <laughs> Everything's polluted down there. Lake Pontchartrain is polluted, you know. There's no place to go down there. Right. Um, Sorry, I was sidebar. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, well, we got there, 51% of the population was black and 49% was white, So, mm-hmm. and now it's more it's more than that, So, uh, which is fine with me, but... Uh, some people down there is not fine with, and when mm. you go to high school, that's predominantly all white. You get a lot of, you know, comments about right, that, right. and uh, because you don't seem to fit right in. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So the black people there at the school had it tougher than I did. Mm. So you know, but uh, I mean, black people in this country, I give them all the credit in the world because they've been through so much mm. and so much torture and pain and mm-hmm. persecution that people don't understand what that does to you and how make that how that makes you stronger mm-hmm. and more more willing to survive so yeah anyway, but we, you know we digress and then we, I move we digress on. yes exactly yeah <laughs> keep yeah. moving forward you yeah. know but um how now how was your transition to new york uh, the first time I went to New York, it wasn't good. I was only there for two and a half months, and the place where I stayed, the, the apartment that I stayed in, the family that I stayed yes. in, was they were very depressed 
all the time. So everything was dark. They slept till about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it was very difficult there. And New York was tough to begin with. So it was living with the family like that. No, they just, they just pressing. And my God, it was awful. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, only, I only lasted two and a half months. Okay. So then I went back and I lasted with, with my ex-wife. And we lived there for seven years in Jersey City, right okay. outside New York, Manhattan. Uh-huh. And, we, and it was good. I did poetry. I um, did a lot of background, extra work in films and TV. I never really got anything major in that area. But uh, it was good. I uh, did the politics. And... Uh, um, but the, the the their marriage at the end really fell apart uh, the last two years, and it digressed into a lot of yelling and screaming. And I mean, I still love her very much, but unfortunately, it just we had a really hard time living together. Sometimes Any you children? can love somebody. No, no, no children. children. Sometimes you can love somebody, but you can't live with them. You know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Beat it. But I'd like to give it one more shot because I believe if I want to do politics and even Broadway, too, is in New York. Uh, and politics, I'd like to do politics in New York. Run for the Senate in New York. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Hillary Clinton's. I work for her out here. And I, I voted. I wanted her to win the race in 2008, mm-hmm. not Obama, but he well, won. So that's yeah. the way it works. And... Uh, um, also, if you can make it there, you know. Did you know this? If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Did you, you know, know that? that sounds a little <laughs> familiar, but I'm not quite sure myself. Yeah. You know, actually, I started yeah. on Broadway. Did you? Yes. Did you yes. really? That's, was, that's my base, Broadway. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you do any plays there? Many. Actually, really? My first, I got my union card at nine. Really? Really. What are you doing yeah. out here then? I'm on a new quest. All right. For truth, justice, and the, American and the way. underground way. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we're going to play off with Jesus. We need you now. Maybe the best one on that CD is very funny. Maybe All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here hanging out with Radman, and we are getting ready to get down with Jesus. We need you now. Baby, I'm not a bad man. Just one who doesn't know what good is. Yeah, Jesus, we need you now. We're all going under and how? Oh, Jesus, we need you now more than we should allow. Honey, I love you madly, just not crazy badly. Yeah, Jesus, we need you now. The cows can't milk themselves. The kids can't bilk hell. Our souls we are trying to sell. Oh, Jesus, we need you now. The cats are on the prowl. Darling, this time it's for good. This time the light wears no hood. Yes, Jesus, we need you now. We all should take a vow. Baby, the clouds are parting. And honey, I am darting. My mother loved me too much, but I let her. When is too much, too much? My father massacred me because I was like my mother. I tried to stop him, but I was a child. My father loved me. I loved my father like Moby Dick loved the ocean blue. My parents argued, sometimes at Christmas time. I loved Christmas. Their caterwauling ripping me to shreds. 
like two orange heads. Back here on the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl on the radio. How you doing? Earl the Pearl. Earl Pearl. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, well, that, that leaves some room for discussion. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> but I'm so excited to have Radman here today. And um, like uh, I stated, he reached out to me and sent me an email. And I was fortunate enough to be available to go to, I don't know if you call it a poetry slam, but it was like a... Poetry reading. Poetry reading, yeah. and it was very interesting. There were so many diverse types of material and people. Voices. Would, yeah, voices, voices and yeah. people of color, of not, of age, was un- old and young, and everything in between. It was it was great, man. Thank you. We had like 40 uh, poets, and 25 of them read. It was uh, the most we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And, and it was hot up in there. It was, <laughs> well, I can't control the weather, you know. <laughs> we could have fried some chicken up in there. <laughs> yeah, we could have got some churches there. Wow, but it was really, really nice. And um, I just want to start off by saying um, you were, you were uh, reviewed by Edward Albee. Yes. The three-time Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright. I and I want to read what he said about you. Sounds good okay, to me. I want to pump yeah. you. Pump, pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he says, I have read Radomir Luza's poetry and journals and find the work absorbing. There is great honesty, pathos, and dark humor in the writing. His is a fascinating talent. Now, what more can you ask for? And he doesn't give that stuff off easily. I know he's that's very, right. He keeps it to himself. Yeah, and he man. He doesn't suffer fools easily. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's a man of uh, taste and uh, wealth of character, and uh, his plays are wonderful, yes, brilliant. They are. Yes, Not they all are. of them, but a lot of them, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. He's and, noted. Uh, he's noted. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's one of the people's surprised three times, but more can you say? You yeah. Know? So would you bless myself and my listeners with a rendering? Yes, oh, I, I, I love that. Funny you should you should ask. Hey, I have one just, just prepared. To have one. Hmm. <laughs> <I'll figure. laughs> uh this was about uh let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Maybe Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, he he brought the whole kit in the caboodle, ladies and gentlemen. This is from a About, book. We I only would, need one, one good one. One good one. Mm-hmm. This is good. Okay. This is, and it has to do with Los Angeles. All right, Los Angeles. So, or as I call it, Los Lapitas. It's from a book I published in 19, oh, I'm sorry, 19, I'm dating myself, 2008. Okay. Called Starving Swallows. What a name, Starving Swallows. Mm. It's brilliant if you don't mind my saying so. Uh, the whole book. Um, and you can get it from Publish America, www.publishamerica. I also have uh, two other books from them and a fourth one coming out okay. in about three months. Nice. So uh, this one's on page 12, mm-hmm. Starving Swallows. It's called They. They say that you can't find a friend in Hollywood, much less a lamb. Well, down on Hayworth and First, the farmer's market empties this Thursday eve like cobra soars before mongoose. They say everything's fake in Hollywood, including the sky, but it looks turquoise blue spotted white, a blue Dalmatian. They say time stands still in Hollywood. That is, unless you are made of clay or dust. Then you ramble like that forlorn blue bus. 
They say only money talks in Hollywood, but I say nay. What really counts here among the silicone tans and awestruck nuns is a virgin with teeth. Mm. An unmolested Louis Farrakhan-loving true blue god-caresser with toes. They, whoever they may be, say that you are what you drive in old Hollywood. But my Ford Focus stops traffic all the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Consider the driver. They say, they say, they say. I don't care anymore what they say. I love Hollywood for one reason. I adore gorgeous mistakes. <laughs> yeah. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> Hubbub, hubbub. That was great. Thank you so much for you're that. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your your poetry is so visual. I mean, when you say, I can see it. You know, it just jumps off the That's page. People tell me out of your see, mouth. Yeah, they like the metaphor. Sometimes like, whoa, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a land crung of your leg. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So, you know, this guy, he's got a lot going on. Because you, you've got some things going on around town. I mean, it's incredible. You're busy. Yeah, I just uh, had this... Uh, gig, my first gig at the Cat Club mm. on the Sunset Strip. It's mm. next to the Whiskey Go-Go mm-hmm. where Jim Morrison and Doors played in the 60s and Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses played in the 80s. Okay. It uh, went very, very well. Um, July 21st, it was a Thursday night. We did it at 11 o'clock at night. That's uh-huh. when the uh, the poetry and the rock and roll crowd came together because okay. that's rare that the two come together, but we really hyped it a lot and we nice. did a good job with that. Nice. I also did a thing on the, what was it, the 13th Writer's Row, which Jessica Wilson, who lives out in uh, North Hollywood, and she's doing a lot of stuff out there in North Hollywood, including running a uh, uh, series at a coffee house out there, the Green Carrot Coffee House. This is called Writer's Row, and it takes place every month on the second Wednesday of each month. Mm -hmm. We did it on the 13th of July, and it went very well. It's at the last bookstore downtown it takes place, and the last bookstore is at 453 South Spring Street. That's 5th and Spring, 453 South Spring Street. It's one of the last independent bookstores in the city. It's huge. It's really maybe one of the most beautiful independent bookstores nice. I've ever seen in the nice country. Nice that the arts are coming back downtown. Yeah, you know? it is. They really are coming yeah. back strongly right. downtown. Mm-hmm. And also, at the Stella Adler, uh, every month, uh, Mike the Poet does a series. I think it's the second or third Monday of each month. I think it's the second Monday of each month. Uh, from 7.30 to 10 o'clock, he brings in some of the best poets in the city, about 20, 25 of them, mm, and they nice. each at the at one of the theaters over at the Still Adler on the Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do a do about five or six minutes of their best stuff. Great. So we did that, and that worked well, and he's going to be doing it again in um, September, or is that right, in August? In August. So uh, get in touch with Mike the Poet, and uh, I think you can find him on Facebook. So, uh, and I, what I have coming up is once again the unbuckled NoHo poetry, which uh, <laughs> Lacey was talking about. Yes. And um, that takes place on August 6th, which is the first Saturday of every month. It takes place on the first Saturday of every month, which mm-hmm. in August is the 6th. And uh, the feature this time will be me and Sharon Risk. We'll be doing a piece we call Sessions, which we wrote and we've done it around town so far. And I think it speaks for itself. Sessions, it's about 20 minutes long. It's really, it's really uh, very psychiatric and a lot of good mm. 
psychobabble good stuff, but it's really deep, and it goes into the human psyche and the human mind and the human subconscious. Nice. So it's uh, and it's literary as well. So it, that's we're going to be featuring right. that there. So it's don't once everybody again, come and bring in your couch. You can, that's there's right, not enough room baby. In there for couches. So yeah, <laughs> August sixth from four to six o'clock yeah. at TU Studios, which is a one zero nine four three Camarillo Street in North Hollywood, behind Odyssey Video. Once again, one zero nine four three Camarillo Street in North Hollywood uh, at TU, which is Theater Unlimited Studios, four to six o'clock. Saturday, August 6th. Give us a shot because we'll shoot you in the head and you'll never forget it, baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Radman, for coming in here and laying out your madness with me today. You're very welcome. I My madness will never forget. Yes, yes. I really want to thank you for having me here. Oh, it means the world welcome. to me. You're a very you're kind man. You know, God this is bless the beginning of, Well, this, we're not in the beginning. We're in the middle of a great friendship. Yes, we're, we it's are. It's ongoing and it's going up Yes. from here. So, yeah. So, yes. thank you so much. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Radman. Look out for him. Find him wherever you can. He's out there. You can check him out on Facebook. Rod, Rodomir Wojcik Luza. And uh, this is Uncle Earl, and there'll be much more coming your way. Stick around. We're going to be playing off with one last cut from him called Mental Hospital Breakdown. Check this one out. Our eyes met like magnets. My heart cheered like a gasket. You were so easy to talk to in those seven minutes. Time stopped like it never had before in old L.A. On Vine near Santa Monica, I lost my cold. The three of clubs forever told. She in white shirt, always gold. I gave her my card. It is in God's hands now. This time I'll take no bow, only wipe my quivering brow. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mental Hospital Breakdown. Thank you for tuning in today, and please do take care of yourselves, each other, one another, love each other, your environment, your universe, because we only have one, as I say all the time. This has been Uncle Earl. On the Underground Experience at KCLAFM in Los Angeles, wishing you the best. We have one more little ditty I'm going to play, and then I will see you. The next track is called Give by One Day, and this is courtesy of Freeze Records. Enjoy.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is One Day with Give on Freeze Records. Take care and have a blessed evening. Ciao.